This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. You, you, you know, I always get that funny feeling that when it says the Truman Show. And actually, um, I'm not the show. I, I just happen to be here, and I'm a big fan of everybody that comes on as a guest. And Kevin Creasy, you're right there at the top. You're, um, you're one of the more dedicated people I've ever run into. Uh, all the fans at Oakland just absolutely love you. <laughs> and uh, one thing about it, it's great to be a winner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that that <laughs> helps a lot. You know, <laughs> you, I, I called you this morning, and and something told me Kevin's got to be doing something this morning. So I called you, and you were watching film. That's right. Uh, football probably. Is one of those jobs, and actually being a coach, that you're just absolutely focused the whole time. You you never get a break, do you? Well, it's um, it's it's going to be about January, hopefully, when we get a break. But yeah, it's a good thing you called me because I I had it put in my phone as a reminder, and uh, you know, luckily you called, and I, I got over here in time, but. Yeah, we were watching film with the the entire team, but the the team, most of them are at home. You know, uh, I got a lot of our players that are distance learning, so uh, our school system has it set up where we can uh, kind of watch film during our our uh, weightlifting class. You mm-hmm. know, because they're not going to get to lift weights, and uh, pulled up the film, and it's pretty neat. You know, got seven or eight guys there watching, and then you got. The rest of the starters at home, you know, viewing and, and being able to hear us, and we can draw on there and rewind it. and uh, It's just uh, modern technology, you know. Luckily, luckily we've got that, and it's a great teaching tool. And, and like I said, we uh, <laughs> we had a little walkthrough this morning and, mm-hmm. and then got into our film. And so, like, I was pretty focused, and luckily, luckily I felt the, the phone vibrating. So uh, that's what got me here this morning. Yeah, I, I was thinking about you last night. Uh, my ladies that that uh, kept me going at the sheriff's department and, and took care of me, bless their hearts, they're still doing that. They they took me out to eat over at the uh, Red uh, uh, Crab. I, I don't, it's it's on um, Broad Street, and we sat there and had the best time. And I think that's as good as I felt in a long, long time. And I got to hear what's all going on with them in, in their lives, and uh, it was—they were such a uh, 
you 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 rarely see a lot of ladies that work together and they're not competitive. These ladies were that way. Uh, that way, and uh, I know that your guys are very similar, not not to the ladies themselves, but how much they're dedicated to you because they know that you're a winner, and that really does make a big difference with uh, the attitudes of those kids, but. With this virus that's going on, with everybody going 15 different directions because of it, um, it, it's made an impact on how you coach, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It definitely makes the uh, work day a little different, you know. Uh, You know, teachers are kind of doing two jobs at once, you know, teaching in the classroom and then, of course, doing it online and uh, makes for a longer day for sure, you know, Mm -hmm. then Coaches are having to do both of those and then turn around at 3.15 and, and go out and work another three hours. So it, it's uh, made it for an interesting uh, work week for sure. Uh, but, you know, just like you were talking about, we got great support staff. and mm-hmm. uh, They help me on my <clears throat> my morning job for sure. You know, I've got people uh, like Mitzi Wilson and mm-hmm. uh, Missy Blizzard and uh, you know, Leanne Hayes, uh, Linda Hodge. I know you know Linda. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Terry said to tell you hi. Oh, yep. He, well, may, he may be the biggest fan of, of Oakland football. Well, that's until, until I lose a game, then he's going to be on me, you know, so i got to keep winning. Yeah. Uh, you know, but <laughs> I definitely got a good support staff. You know, uh, uh, Sherry Mullins, a principal, helps me out all the time. But yeah, you just talk about people behind the scenes. They don't realize that many females are out helping, helping the football coach and helping things uh, roll smoothly uh, throughout the day, and then you know help us get to three fifteen so we can get out. And, and and you know it's not really a third job; it's really uh really fun actually. It's yeah. one of those jobs that you wake up in the morning you don't dread going to. So that was kind of my mission when I was picking out a career. What could I wake up to every morning and not dread going to work? You know, and that was. Uh, coaching football has definitely been that for me. You're not like Coach Lee paid, are you? Uh, uh, our last season we were undefeated, which was uh, a miracle because we weren't supposed to be that good that year. But the thing about him, uh, remembering other years, when he lost, or basically we lost, he would walk the neighborhood for hours. Now, are, are you one of those that it, it, you're just constantly focused, especially on a loss? What and you'll be what saying? What in the heck happened? <laughs> but of course, you've got film now. I don't remember us having film back in those days. Yeah, definitely film. Film definitely helps. Uh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, just the bad plays stick out in your mind if if you oh, yeah. if you lose a game. But uh, yeah, after a loss, it's uh, one of those things. You know, you got to get it past you because you got to play the next week, hopefully. But the ones that end your season, that's the ones that just kind of, you know, eat at you. And I tell you, I'm with him. I, I'll, I'll walk the neighborhood or walk the floors or, you know, I, I, I'll have a hard time getting over that last loss. That's why we want to win that last game. If you win that last game, everything's roses, you know. Uh, but that last and you, you know, if you lose it and it ends your season, I have a hard time watching that film for a few days, for sure. That's when you need a really good supportive wife, isn't it? That's right. That's right. I think they're the only ones that can take the sting out of it. That's right. That's right. You know, and they just kind of remind you, hey, 
there's other things besides that going on, you know. We got other things to worry about besides that. Don't pout, get back to work, you know, quit feeling sorry for yourself and all that stuff. So it's yeah. uh, it's good. I'm lucky to have a good one, that's for sure. Katie, uh, she works at the middle school and mm-hmm. uh, does a good job keeping me in line. And then, of course, uh, you know, good job of parenting our kids because uh, this time of year she's got to, you know, handle both of them. Uh, by herself until I get home, and, and she's done a really good job with that. You know, when the ladies uh, and I were through eating, uh, uh, Miss Regina set it up for us, but uh, Rosebud, uh, she and I share a birthday uh, at the same time, and Lisa Marchesoni, she's still there at the sheriff's office doing a really, really great job, and Shirley Elrod and, and uh, Little Brandy and... Little Brandy is one of those very bright people. She just, sometimes you see people that can overcome anything. She's got one of these uh, diseases, just sweet as she can be, still young. And uh, uh, she develops uh, these tumors on her brain. And then they have to periodically go in and remove those tumors. But you see somebody like that that can overcome all these adversities and when I got home last night, I, I was so proud of her, and uh, I wanted to go watch the swearing-in of our new justice. And uh, for one reason, I don't know what it is. It had to be one or the other. I never sleep at night. I slept good last night because I felt good about our country with with the lady who who is going to be one of the members of our Supreme Court and and all the values that she represents you know we've had so many negative things even in sports where guys don't uh uh respect our country it 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 really bugs me and to see what you have done out at Oakland is really special Kev because you represent all the things that are good in, in, in our country and I really do appreciate you. I appreciate that, and hopefully our players are are doing the same thing. That's uh, we got a good group, though. You know what I'm saying? We've, yeah. We've got a good group. Gets along with each other. Nobody's really uh, worried about who's getting the credit. You know, it's one of those deals where it's that, a yeah. real good team. You know, it's not. Uh, you know, a lot of times you got bickering and you know jealousy and all those things that ruin a good organization. Well, we've just got a good group of guys now we got some good players but we're mostly made up of a bunch of overachievers and that's that's a good group to usually work with and, and it takes uh, a, a lot of good coaching for overachieving too now uh, you, you don't seem to look over your shoulder at, at uh, your other coaches and what they're doing you you you, uh, you give them the respect of letting them run their business that's right that's right i do that and that's the way I would want to be treated if I was an assistant coach. And, yeah. You know, you got to have trust in those guys to handle their position. And they're kind of like the head coach of their position. Yeah. And uh, they should take ownership of that, and they should take pride in that. And um, our coaches, we're real lucky to have uh, the coaches that we do. We're we're real blessed to have a lot of a lot of good men leading these guys. And, and uh, you know, if I see something that needs to be fixed, then we'll get it fixed. But – uh, pretty much they're running the show for their position, and, and uh, we got really good assistant coaches. Now, you got a big game coming up Friday, and I can understand why you're you're looking closely at the film. Uh, they were undefeated until 
Riverdale got a hold of them last Friday. That's right. Uh, did you get the Riverdale film or? Um, yep. What, what on a on a team like the uh, the one that you're playing Warren County, they they they've been playing really really well all year. Um, now every team has a, a weakness, and 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 of course they have their strengths. Um, what exactly are you looking at when you're looking at Warren County? Well, you know, you definitely want to see what they're doing well. Yeah. You know, try to take those things away and. Uh, you know, they're having the best best season they've had in 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ranked in the top 10, undefeated till last week. And, uh, you know, they're hoping to rebound. You know, uh, Riverdale got beat by us, and they rebounded by, you know, really taking it to Warren County. Now Warren County, you know, kind of got humbled a little bit last week, so they're looking to rebound against us. And, and it really comes down to if we lose this one, we'll have a three-way tie for first. Wow. We'll all have one loss in the region. And if we, you know, if we get beat by Warren, they'll win the tiebreaker because they beat us head-to-head. So, uh, really, the region championship is Friday night. Uh, so, they could go from first, you know, to third, or we could go from first to second. Uh, you know, so it, it's a really important game, especially if you want all our – home playoff games at, at Ray Hughes Stadium, which is important to us. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we definitely want to go down to McMinnville and have a good game. And, uh, you know, that's what we're watching is just to kind of see what got them in position to win all those games and, you know, what's making them make history because they, you know, have the best team they've had in, in four decades. So uh, it starts with their quarterback. You know, he's a really good player, and Riverdale mm-hmm. did a good job of kind of containing him. Uh, he's one of those guys probably going to be up for Mr. Football and uh, just an overall great athlete, plays both sides of the ball, got a Mississippi State offer the other day. Uh, so he's a really good player, but then he elevates everybody around him. You know, they want to play good for him, and, and they uh, they kind of build off of his energy. But I have to say this, Riverdale did a good job of, of stopping him, and the wheels kind of fell off after that. You've got an amazing amount of speed on your team. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that. So many of the players uh, have that breakaway speed. And I, I noticed that uh, uh, when, when you played Riverdale, they couldn't match uh, uh, against that speed. Uh, are, are you looking at uh, – it, it's not like you drive down and, and beat to death. Uh, the, the line beats the, the, the other team and you, you just wear them out. It, it, you're always looking for that lightning to strike, you might say. Um, now, are, I'm sure that some of these uh, SEC coaches are looking at some of your players right now. I think they are, you know, and, and uh, you know, I think uh, we got a couple guys that definitely are on their radar. Uh, but then, of course, you know, Riverdale has about four guys that are being looked at by the SEC yeah, just, on, one. Yeah. just on their defense, you yeah. know. They got a phenomenal defense. Uh, so we we uh, we expect we may run into Riverdale in the playoffs. I think it may be a rematch. And, you know, Riverdale's defense, definitely the best we've seen. Obviously, they're the best Warren County saw as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a uh, their defense is a tough matchup for anyone. Uh, we did hit a couple long plays on, on some guys that have some speed, but – uh, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again. So I think it's, uh, uh, you know, inevitable that, 
we may run into at Riverdale again just because mm -hmm. of, you know, they're phenomenal athletes that, that have some D1 offers. And, and then we have some guys that have some D1 offers. But, uh, again, you know, that's kind of what you get into nowadays. This this region we're in, there's a lot of good players. Yeah. Um, I noticed that the, the, the Laverne uh, runner yeah. was hurt uh, last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think they they know exactly what – what they're going to be able to do with that. The COVID now, what, I, there's no doubt in my mind, you're going to be in the championships and, and not just regional. I think you'll be in the state championship, obviously. And that's what everybody, I'm not, am, am I putting too much pressure on the team? That's, a, that's too much pressure. You know, that's too much pressure. I don't know if we'll be there or not, but that's the goal. Yeah. But what happens if uh, you have the championship game set and then all of a sudden you have a breakout um, with that COVID virus or, or the other team has. It, have they made any uh, type of uh, um, rules to, to uh, what that's, that, what's going to happen if that occurs? I believe they're looking into it this week, you know, because that question's been brought up to them, you know. Yeah. Uh, does that team just forfeit and the other team wins? I wouldn't think so. Uh, do you bring up the team that got beat the week before and let them play for the championship in your yeah. place? You know, do you postpone it two weeks and then play it when everybody's not quarantined anymore? Those are questions that Tito Estaboy has to answer. And uh, I think they uh, are still working on it. You know, they've had a few months to figure it out, but I don't think they've got a definitive, you know, definitive answer just yet. Uh, but they're still working on it from what I heard. And and that's a good question. I don't know because I can see that happening. You know, uh, I can see a team being shut down and having to forfeit and then their season's over. So that's what we tell our guys, you know, uh, your, your uh, safety is uh, very important, not just to yourself, but also to the whole team because – we don't want you running around, you know, spreading the virus or getting everyone quarantined, you know, because of some choices that you made to hang around somebody for more than 15 minutes or uh, be within six feet of people or not wash your hands right, not, you know, wearing a mask in public, stuff like that, because you affect the whole team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, in our county, we've just had a couple teams uh, shut down and, um, you know, their season's going to be over, uh, you know, so – uh, if you can't get to the postseason without forfeiting, you, you know, your season's going to be over. And, and we don't want that to happen. So we're trying to be real cautious in everything that we do. And from looking up from the outside, it, a lot of things that happen uh, with this virus thing are extremely unfair when you think about it. Just like uh, uh, you've got a thing going on in school where you, or one or two people may have uh, – uh, been tested and got a positive for the, the virus and then all of a sudden everybody in the class and all the way uh, uh, many of them in other classes uh, can't go to school now and, and it's, it seems like um, the media is playing it up that it's so widespread but the truth of the matter is you've got one or two that's got it and then the others have to go home to, to be quarantined and it, it, it really, it, I, I, I guess the medical people seem to know uh, what's going on. But then again, you talk to a number of medical people and you get all of those different answers that's coming from them. And um, 
uh, it, you and I were talking about it earlier. I, I'm I'm a strong believer in the herd mentality, but but I don't have many, many supporters in that particular, especially the med- medical. But there are some medical people that really think that way. That let's go ahead and get the darn thing over with, and and then get back to normality. So yeah. it, it's a strange world we're living in. Well, that's the thing about it. Uh, if we were going to catch it, we should have caught it the last nine weeks because now if you catch it, you know, you're going to be out for two weeks and it's playoff time. We we did have two uh, that were out last week because of contact tracing. You know, the contact yeah. tracing is, is getting a lot of people sent home. Uh, that That's really what it is. You know, you hear about all these people going home. It's not necessarily that they've got it. It's that they've been around somebody that has it, you know. Yeah. And uh, we had a couple guys that, they were distance learner all the way up to, you know, fall break, you know, online. And, uh, you know, they came back after fall break because, uh, you know, it seemed like it was kind of going down a little bit. And then they mm-hmm. came back and, and set by a student, both of them set by the same student, and, and they both start for us. So yeah. we were out, you know, two starters the other night uh, because they were quarantined. Now, luckily, uh, neither one of them, you know, were sick and uh, neither one of them uh, are having any symptoms or anything like that. Uh, so we'll get them back here pretty soon. Uh, but, you know, it's just kind of what you're dealing with. And when you deal with something like that, you know, you got to remember the other teams are probably dealing with the same thing. So yeah. it's just kind of one of those things. We're lucky to be playing. There's a lot of people that didn't want us to play football this year. So we're lucky that, you know, TWAA's made it where we're able to play. Our county supporting us. And uh, we're able to practice and play. So, you just kind of got to roll with what the you know rules and regulations are, and you know if for somebody out, you got to treat it like an injury and yeah. uh, next man up, and that's kind of what we're doing. How hard is it to schedule people now? You're you're the number one team in the state, and and, and you you you're, you're pretty much uh, um, there by yourself, and you have been ever since the start, and then all of a sudden you're you're looking for people to play. And it's hard to schedule anyone. I was always brought up, you try to play the best, that makes you the best. But a lot of people, I mean, these teams don't want to play you right now. Yeah, I mean, that's a good problem to have, you know. And I give credit to, uh, like, Stewart's Creek and Brentwood, who played us after we had, uh, you know, a COVID cancellation. We had a couple teams that couldn't play and and I hear Stewart's Creek can't play this yeah, weekend. Yeah, they ended up having a shutdown from what I've heard. And, yeah. and uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to play in the playoffs or not, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not looking good because it's usually 14 days and that's yeah. two weeks. Uh, but, yeah, Stewart's Creek's new coach over there, he, he played us and, and stepped up to the plate, and Brentwood did the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of teams are, are not wanting to play, and, and uh, you know, I understand I understand that, uh, but at some point, you know, uh, I think we would make for a pretty good measuring stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we need challenge, too. Uh, at the same time, we may have to go out of state. You know, we, we reschedule starting for next year, a two-year cycle. Mm-hmm. So for the next two years, we'll start our schedule uh, around the end of November. We'll start trying to find people. And, and it looks like, you know uh, – we may have to go out of state and find a couple opponents, but you're talking about Alabama, right? <laughs> well, it's it's possibly Alabama, uh, Kentucky, Georgia, or Arkansas. Hmm. Yeah, uh, but hopefully we can find people around here. And you know, I just hate 
driving through our county knowing there's teams that we're not playing in our county that are the same size as us and we got to go all the way to memphis to play or yeah all the way to knoxville to play uh that that's a little frustrating but uh, at the same time we we do want to uh you know make sure we have quality opponents and and you know kind of get us ready for playoffs you know we had a guy that i played with t mcferry and i don't know if you've ever heard of him but he has had some great teams down in georgia and in georgia seems to be uh the breeding ground for great athletes down there you might say absolutely and it seemed like everybody goes down there to 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 look at that talent but it seems like in the last four or five years especially uh rutherford county is being looked at by a lot of universities because of the the great talent that we have here uh what is the explanation for that? Is it the great coaches which we have, which we do, and uh, are um, uh, where in the world are they coming from? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's the population boom. You know, definitely helps. Uh, you know, the tradition here of you know Smyrna having good football, Riverdale having good football, Oakland having good football. You know, people that are moving in. Uh, you know, want their kid to play on good programs and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, this town's definitely booming, and and uh, you know, with that population increase, you know, the chances are that you're going to get uh, some good players that yeah. move in. And uh, if you look at Georgia, a lot of times, you know, we'll have a coach come in and spend ten minutes with us talking about our team, mm-hmm. uh, but then they'll go down to Atlanta just atlanta and spend the whole week you know because there's so many schools there with great talent and and definitely uh doing things uh the right way so they got good football programs down in all of georgia uh but if you just look at the uh, seven mile radius of of atlanta there are so many good football teams that are nationally ranked in high school uh and and that's where uh, a lot of people will go and, and recruit and i can't blame them because there's so many good players down there you know, a lot of families, they look at private schools to send their kids because they think they will uh, get more notice from the universities. That's changing a lot, isn't it, Kevin? It, it has changed a little bit, uh, you know, and, and I completely understand where parents are coming from. You know, you're, you're sold a, a, a vision of what things are like at this, uh, at, a, at this private school, you know, a good education uh, the best of facilities, you know, top-notch coaching, and then, of course, great competition and, and great sports. And mm-hmm. uh, so I understand it. They're they're selling a good product, and uh, that's the thing about it. I think, you know, Oakland's doing a good job of selling a good product too. So mm-hmm. we've actually had kids that have uh, moved from private schools over to Oakland and uh, tell us that things are very comparable. You know, the education is very comparable. The facilities are comparable. The coaching, the teaching is comparable. And, and that's good. I think we need to, you know, do a good job of selling our program. And uh, that way, when, when it is time for people to make a decision on where their kid's going to go to high school, uh, that Oakland's uh, right there in the mix. So uh, that's that's our part. Uh, you know, we got more to sell than just uh, wins on Friday night. You know, it's the complete uh, – product that leaves the the program when they graduate you know everybody wants a well-rounded uh student athlete and if i was a parent i'd be the same way i'd want 
the best education they could get, the best facilities, the best coaching, the best weight training, you know, uh, all that stuff, and then get them to uh, be ready for when they go to college. You know, winning is, it has a lot of pluses for it, and and uh, and also for you as a coach. And I, I remember uh, Rick Ensel when when he was coaching at Chevel, he was winning state championships every year. I mean, he just he he just uh, had it all pretty much to himself. And then uh, uh, colleges started looking at him, and of course uh, the uh, MTSU hired him. And uh, he he had to think a lot about whether or not he was going to take that invitation. Uh, invitation, and and uh, I talked to him about it, and uh, he said um, uh, it was one of the hardest decisions he had ever made because he had grown so fond of Chevrolet's team and the girls, and and how much they meant to him. Now, what's going to happen when? The University of Tennessee sends you a, maybe they're looking for a defensive coach, uh, maybe. And and uh, what's going to happen when, when you possibly may get one of those invitations because you have been extremely successful in, in coaching football? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Am I throwing you a curve? I don't know if that's going <laughs> to happen, but if they're looking for a defensive coach, I got the best defensive coordinator around. I can send them Stephen Jackson and – He'll go up there and he'll get a lot of things fixed for him. I That's a great it. answer. I guarantee it. Uh, but, yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm kind of one of those guys you need to be coaching where your feet are. And, and right now I'm at Oakland and i got a son that's in eighth grade and hopefully he'll graduate from Oakland and I'll get to coach him for Is he going to be playing for you? Yes, sir, I think so. And that's what I'm saying. If we can, you know, not kill each other first couple of years, I think it'll work out pretty mm-hmm. good. But, uh, right now, the plan is to coach him, and then if I can't do that, then I may have to, you know, sit back and uh, retire or go coach Pee Wee football and let him have somebody else coach him. Hopefully, me and him can get along really well and uh, do really well together. But what's his name? Kyler Creasy. Kyler Creasy. He's got like a big game tonight. Oh man, they they've got a huge game. Uh, Clint Marks' son is a quarterback, and Kyler's a quarterback, and they swap every other play. They've been doing it for two years, and they hadn't lost a game in two years. But tonight they play Blackman, and they're undefeated. I'm telling you, it's the key matchup of the week. Both teams come in undefeated, and neither one of them even had a close game. And I'm telling you, I'm a little worried for Oakland Middle. I'm telling you, I've seen Blackman Middle play, and they are pretty impressive. You're not proud of him much, are you? Yeah, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. He's a, he's doing a heck of a job, you know, doing a good job of leading the team. And then, of course, you know, when there's an injury, he jumps over on defense and plays. So that's that's pretty good uh, on his part. I, I'm I'm always a big fan of somebody that's kind of versatile, able to play more in one spot. And so, yeah, yeah, definitely a proud dad. I won't be doing no coaching tonight. I'll just be sitting up there cheering and and maybe even biting my fingernails and praying you just never know because you know parent the parent hat is a whole lot different than the coach's hat yeah and and it's special too but then i got to thinking oh my when he's playing for you and you're having to make tough decisions with him and your sweet wife is sitting up there watching the (laughs) game she's got her own opinion of what needs to be going on 
That's probably true, but you know, she's kind of hard. She might be harder on him than I am. I mean, she's pretty hardcore. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she's pretty hardcore. We need more moms in the world like her. She's pretty tough on them for sure. And uh, you know, she's she's seen me coach him one time. I I pretty much have let other people coach him in baseball and you know wrestling. He does that and and football. you know, I've kind of stayed out of it. I knew that we'd have our time a little bit later. But, you know, I did coach him in T-ball All-Stars one time. And uh, and I did uh, move him from first base. You know, first base is pretty important in T-ball. Oh, it is. And he missed a couple balls when he was about five. And not only did I put him in center field, but I replaced him with a girl. So, uh, you know, that kind of got his attention real quick. But I tell you what, the girl was amazing. I mean, she was pretty impressive, and she never missed a ball. Glove was bigger than her head, you know. So uh, that's kind of what I tell people. If he's not good enough, he will be replaced. He's been replaced before. And like I said, that was a little hard pill for him to swallow, you know, at T-Ball All-Stars. But I think he understands, you know, he might be the coach's son, but he's going to have to earn it if he's going to play. Some of the most dedicated ball players I've ever seen are the ladies. And I remember when I was were playing T ball in uh Little League and there was a little lady by the name of Colleen Kennedy. And I think she's uh playing soccer maybe in Europe right now. But Colleen as soon as the she was a hundred and ten percent on every play. And as soon as the game was over with she actually went out and ran bases for 15 minutes and, and, and trying to run faster each time from one base to the other. Now, uh, you know, I don't know where that spirit comes from, but there are a few kids that, that, that just, they're extremely motivated. Well, they want to be the best they can be in everything. That's right. And, and this girl that, that was a heck of a ball player, uh, you know, I think she was, taught equality at an early age you know mm-hmm. just because she was a girl didn't mean she couldn't go out there and, and do the best job and, and she was she was probably the best player on our team and i just remember her parents got me and they're like well we appreciate you coaching them up and mm-hmm. you know having a good year and all that and our daughter said she can't wait till she gets up to high school and plays football for you <laughs> i was like that's awesome that's great you know pat summit I guess did as much or more for sports than just about any coach I can ever remember. And uh, I just, I, I, I admired her so much in her dedication, not only to make them better athletes, but better people all the way around. And uh, until she, she got up there, the ladies were really not, nobody watched the ladies' games. And now they're just as popular as the men's game because of, all the dedication and the work that goes with it and the type of ladies that they become in life. It, it, it's amazing how much a coach means to his players. It, wow. it, it, it's just unbelievable. Absolutely. And she was one of the best, and, yeah. and she transformed the whole sport, you know, not just she did. her team, but she transformed the whole sport and put it on the map. You know, my boys and I were walking and, and, and grandkids, we're walking over at uh, uh, Neyland Stadium, and uh, it was cold that day. I can't remember what, what which. This tells you what it meant to me as far as being there. And I saw Pat 
she was in a golf uh, cart all by herself, didn't have a coat on, and I could tell she was cold. Uh, she had to be. So I looked at the boys. I said, look who's over there. And and that was a special moment for us. And we walked over, and, and I, I said, Coach, how are you doing? You're looking good. And she says, yes, I am. I, I'm, I'm in, enjoying everything around me. But isn't it a little cold out here? <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am, it is. And I was hoping that they would run over because I was about ready to give my coat up to her. Yeah. I mean, there's just certain people that just stand out. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. President Donald Trump has nominated another strong conservative to the Supreme Court. Amy Coney Barrett shares our conservative Tennessee values, and she respects our Constitution and the rule of law. Bill Haggerty supports Amy Coney Barrett's nomination, and he's running for Senate to help President Trump confirm more constitutionalist judges. Here's Bill Haggerty. The liberal mob is attacking the values that make America great. They want to take away our religious liberties, take away our Second Amendment rights, and encourage taxpayer-funded abortion up until the moment of birth. The mob knows they can't pass their radical agenda in Congress, so they want to hijack the courts to do their dirty work. Together, we can stop them. As your senator, I'll stand with President Trump to confirm constitutionalist Supreme Court justices like Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, and Neil Gorsuch. I'm Bill Haggerty, candidate for United States Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Team Haggerty. Bet River Sportsbook is ready to make this football season one to remember. All season score at Bet River Sportsbook with free bets, odds boosts, and more. Player props, thousands of game lines, and live in game betting. Bet River Sportsbook delivers best in class sports betting experiences with outstanding customer service to back it up. Go to betrivers.com. And if you reside in a non regulated state, then betrivers.net has action for you. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 911, what's your emergency? Uh, oh, this car, an SUV, it was, it, it, was, it was going across, it went around, it went around the barrier and, and the train. Oh, God. Ma'am, did a train hit an SUV? Is that what happened? Yes, it's, the train is still going. The train is going and the car, I can't believe it. You can't judge the speed of an approaching train. That's why the signals are there. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee's two U.S. Senators say they were, quote, proud to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the U.S. Supreme Court. 
Barrett was confirmed by the Senate on Monday night. Junior Senator Marsha Blackburn called Barrett an extremely qualified constitutionalist who will serve the nation well, while Lamar Alexander said Barrett demonstrates all the characteristics he looks for in a judge. Barrett got her undergraduate degree from Rhodes College in Memphis. The race to replace Lamar Alexander in the U.S. Senate is heating up. Democratic nominee Marquita Bradshaw of Memphis is being endorsed by presidential nominee Joe Biden. A Republican opponent to succeed Lamar Alexander, Bill Haggerty, is being supported by President Trump. Election Day, Tuesday, November 3rd. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron announced Monday the Rutherford County face covering order will be reinstated Wednesday at 11.59 p.m. It's due to a resurgence in COVID-19 cases. According to county officials, local COVID-19 cases are 2.8 times higher than in September, and the seven-day average positivity rate has also doubled since that time. Ketron said the Rutherford County face-covering order will be in effect until further notice. The Tennessee 2020 Girls State Soccer Championship is being pushed back because of bad weather. Tropical Storm Zeta is expected to dump rain on the Middle Tennessee area over the next couple of days. That prompted officials to move the championship from this Wednesday and Thursday to Friday, October 30th, and Saturday, October 31st for the quarterfinals and semifinals. The finals will be played on the following Monday. News on demand 24-7 at our website, WGNSRadio.com, or follow us on Twitter at WGNSRadio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Now's the time to start teaching good financial habits to your children, and we're here to help. Hi, I'm Nancy with Heritage South Community Credit Union. Our chipmunk and squirrel saver accounts help your child learn how to save and reward them for regular deposits or good grades. Our team cash accounts help your team learn to manage their money wisely and have options to build their credit. To learn more, visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, insured by the NCUA. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. A blend of clouds and sunshine develops here this afternoon with a high in the upper 60s. North winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, slight chance for rain late alone near 56. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 57. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
Welcome back with Coach Kevin Creasy of the undefeated Oakland team. And uh, we're looking at how many games left. Uh, go undefeated all the way through. And where will they be played? Uh, we should have home playoffs throughout until the championship if we can uh, just win Friday night. If we win Friday night, we'll be part of only five other teams in Oakland football history that went through the regular season undefeated. Wow. Yep. Out of all the football being played at Oakland, there's only been five times where there was an undefeated regular season. Things switch because I remember when Riverdale was ruling the roost there for a, a, a good while. Then, then all of a sudden, Oakland is is uh, is pretty much taken over, and, and and you you have done a tremendous job there, Kevin. Because there, of all the talent level that's here, and 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 still just run the gamut. Well. I think we've been part of four of those five undefeated regular seasons. And, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, I got really good coaches and players definitely make, make the team, uh, you, you know, whether they make it, whether you win or not, they, they play the ball game. That's for sure. I've never made a tackle or scored a touchdown while I've been in Oakland. So they're all important, you know, yeah. but, but yeah, we've had a good run and, and, uh, hopefully we can keep it up. But I think being undefeated in the regular season kind of helps get you some momentum going, and, and playing at home is important in the playoffs. Now, uh, I, I presume that at the end of the year, and you've been so successful, that the school annies up uh, a, a big salary like they do in college football. <laughs> I mean, here, here Pruitt, I think, is making $4 million a, a year. Uh, even though he, he's, I, I still think he's a great coach. I think that uh, uh, he, everything bad can happen to Tennessee. It's been happening this year. Right. I, I think they could have been a, a whole lot better. But uh, how does a, a school uh, uh, reach out to a, a coach that's been successful like you have and your uh, assistant coaches? And, and how do they honor all the things that you've done and, and the team too? Yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, one of those deals where uh, they uh, really can't really throw out the checkbook and, you know, sign on the dotted line and give you big raises. It's definitely not like college. Uh, but they can do other things to take care of. You know, they can um, – you know, maybe take one of my driver's heads away, you know, where I'm not risking my life on Memorial five times a day. You know, maybe I've been just, behind those. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's just a few times a day. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's that's the disadvantage that, that public schools have, you know, compared to probably a private school that, yeah. you know, can pay whatever. And uh, likewise, a private school can also probably cut your pay if they need to. Uh, but uh, it's one of those deals where uh, a lot of times uh, – you know, coaches, uh, we just want to appreciate it for our time that we put in. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the money, you know. We didn't get into it for the money. But the bright spot is, there. you know, Coach Pruitt, he started out as a high school coach, you know. Yeah, so down in Alabama. Uh, you know, there's, it's interesting to see some of these guys, uh, you know, that's made the transition. And, and uh, I think he's a really good coach as well. I think, uh, you know, like you said, they got some – 
issues that's just going to take time to get over and and uh it's a work in progress for sure mm-hmm. uh but a lot of times people don't get too patient with guys in college so he's got his work cut out for him he's going to earn every bit of that money he's getting paid but uh, as far as us we we just kind of enjoy our like i said our nine to five is pretty cool and and in our practices uh all the coaches get along with each other and uh, you know, have a good atmosphere with the players. You know, we've had times where we've had some difficult players and it wasn't so fun. And mm-hmm. and this group we got now, they're definitely a fun bunch to be around. And, and they make things, uh, you know, go smoothly. And, and that's that's what's most important. You know, our time's the most valuable thing we got. And as long as uh, they're up there working and putting in their best effort and not wasting our time, I think that's a big thing. I know that you probably uh, have or will have other schools that will be looking at your coaches because oh, yeah. of the success of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and knowing you, uh, you would hate to lose them, but you would also be uh, uh, proud of them from what they are, uh, have accomplished. And and uh, it's, it's kind of like uh, Saban. You know, Saban, he, he, he's got all of these assistant coaches that – that used to work for him, and now they're playing against him. I mean, right. so far, I don't think any of them has beat him. That's right. Yep. And, that's, you know, the coaching tree, you know, now I've yeah. been in it long enough where I'm kind of starting my little coaching tree. I got a couple guys that work with me that moved on to, you know, bigger titles and more important jobs. And, you know, I got a couple that are coordinators and, and left me and uh, took a – uh, definite, uh, you know, rise in their their titles. Mm-hmm. And I got a, a the guy a head coach at Macon County. You know, he worked with me at Oakland, mm-hmm. and and he's having a, a good year. I think they're seven and two, something like that. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely cool to have your assistants go on to bigger and and brighter things. Uh, you know, in their own careers. Not everybody's going to be with me forever. I got some guys that that are kind of uh, not just loyal, but they're also uh, pretty pretty satisfied you know where they're at and happy uh with their role you know some people are just dead set on becoming a head coach someday but mm-hmm. uh, i got several on my staff that you know they're happy being the best at their position and and uh they see some of the stuff that drives me crazy as a head coach and they don't want any part of that so uh they just enjoy coaching football and not dealing with all the all the other headaches that go with head coaching so uh, that's that's kind of the deal, you know. You want to hire people that want to be, uh, you know, the top, uh, the top dog in their their line of work, and, and and that's kind of what we've done. I feel like we've got some of the best assistants around, and and if they do want to get another job and they need a recommendation from me, you know, I'll give them a good recommendation, even though if that, that means that they may go somewhere else. Uh, but we definitely don't want to hold them back or or stop them from moving up in the world of coaching. Uh, but at the same time, I think part of our our success is the the consistency uh, we have with our coaching staff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not just the continuity, but also uh, you know, kind of singing off the same sheet of music for the last six years. Well, you don't want you want them to be ex- successful, but you don't want their limb to be higher than your limb. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, yeah. there is one guy that 
gets a lot of the credit, and then, of course, he gets a lot of the blame, too, and that's kind of what you step up into whenever you're the head coach. But at the same time, like I said, we got several guys that have been head coaches before on our staff, and mm-hmm. uh, some of them may want to return to that someday, and some of them might have had their feel of it, you know. But right now they're doing the best job they can do is being assistant coaches. And I, like I said, our guys, our players are getting coached up every day, morning and evening, and, and it's, a, it's a great thing to see those guys develop. Does the uh, uh, working out and spending all the time in football, does it ever interfere with their studies? You think about it because uh, they're pretty much 100% uh, sold in to football. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, if you find out that one of the your star players – uh, seems to be um, dropping a little bit in his classroom and in his studies. How do you deal with that? Well, we've been known to send them to a study hall before, and that's not during school. That's after school. Uh, it's one of those deals where we have to find a new way to motivate the young lad, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of different ways to motivate them. We've used several different tactics, but at the end of the day, we got to see, you know, they got to see the big picture, you know. Yeah. Uh, all the talent in the world does you no good if you can't get into college, you know, if, yeah. if that's your ultimate goal. And we've had some good players that were going to have a hard time graduating high school, you know. So we, mm-hmm. we want them to understand that they're put here not just to play football, but they've got to do their part in the classroom too. And we want them working that just as hard in their books as they are on the football field, you know, yeah. and in the weight room. If they dedicated as much time and effort into their books as they did football, then they wouldn't have to worry about a football scholarship. They'd be getting an academic scholarship. Uh, so uh, there's definitely guys that, that are on our staff that stay on them constantly. You know, we constantly check their grades. And, and you know, we're de- we're very disappointed, just like their parents would be, if, uh, you know, they make a bad grade and, and we try to find ways for them to try to make it up or, or do better the next time. You know, I was getting a little text here on my computer. WGNS will be in McMinnville to broadcast the Oakland game with Warren County this Friday night. And I presume that uh, Brian Barrett will be trying to get a hold of you to to get a little insight about what's going on up there. Well, I'm glad they're doing the game because, like I said, it's the it's the region championship. You know, last week's game with Riverdale. They could lose that and still be the region champs. So this is the game that's most important. And, uh, you know, that's, that's good that we got our local radio station coming down to cover it because it's, it's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah, I remember the day when uh, Murfreesboro Central was the only game in town. <laughs> and and uh, when they started splitting up the school, I, I think that last year, I think they had something like 15 or 16 players that went to major colleges to play football. Mm. Um, I'm not too sure that we're not getting close to that right now, which is amazing because you're competing with a lot of great schools right here in Rutherford County. And then you start thinking about it. uh, um, I I think the sky's the limit for football here in Rutherford County. I do too. I think it's a a good deal. You know, uh, we've got some – guys that uh, are getting attention nationwide and that, mm-hmm. that puts eyes on everybody else that's on their team because when they're yeah. watching one guy's film they're watching everybody on the film so that's that's always a good thing i think that 
you need to get back to school. That's right. Bless your heart. You're over there fidgeting. I've got to get out of here, and I've got to get back to Oakland and, and, and get my job going. And and you don't know how much I appreciate you uh, spending this time uh, with us, uh, Kev, because um, it, it, Friday night is going to be a big night for That's everybody. Right. And, right. and I know you're going to be prepared. It's going to be a huge crowd. There was a huge crowd at the Riverdale game. I don't know what kind of restrictions they got for their stadium, but their home side was completely packed, and it will be packed this Friday. So it's going to be a great environment for our players to play in and a neat stadium. Yeah. You know, Nunley Stadium over there is kind of built in a bowl, yeah. and it's going to be a neat environment. There is no reason why Oakland side can't be larger than what's going on with Warren County. There, there's no reason whatsoever. And, and people travel for your ball games, yep. which is amazing with this pandemic thing and everything. And if, if they'll just wear their mask, uh, just bust in there and everybody sit. And, and, and we want to hear it all the way here in Murfreesboro. That's right. That's right. We definitely need some fans making the trip. We need some support. Our guys play better. You know, when we get cheers, uh, you know, right, right behind us instead of booze in front of us. So, yeah. you know, we play better with guys uh, getting cheered on instead of booed on. So definitely need some support and uh, definitely want to want to come away Friday with a victory. Yeah, because you got to have support because everybody hates that, that big dog winner that's coming in and beating their team. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You so. guys are the New York Yankees. <laughs> that's That's a compliment somewhere in there, I think. It is. Well, not the Yankee thing, but uh, I'm talking about the team. You know, we've got enough. Uh, I'm not saying that. All right, guys. It's a great day, and I'm everybody look forward to Friday night. And game starts at 7 o'clock. And, and uh, be sure, Warren County is not that bad of a ride over there. It's nope. a very short trip. So, um, Kevin, we're all pulling for you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.